Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 258 and today's topic is Cruel Summer, season 2, episode 6, titled The Plunge. The description reads, in summer 1999, sparks fly at Luke's birthday party. In winter 1999 relationships are tested as Megan becomes more distant from Luke. In summer 2000, Megan obsesses over an interesting letter she received. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it, break it down, dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer for next week's episode and they have already released a sneak peek. I will play that clip and I have a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Budden style. If you listen to the uh, podcast on Spotify, please hit the follow button. That will help your girl out in tremendous ways. Also, if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, make sure you check out my music playlist. I have every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. Just type in Shanice Loves, click on the picture profile and you'll see all the rest of the playlist. And if you need to get in touch with me, my Facebook is Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. All of those descriptions are below in a description box as well. And uh, you can hit me up if you have any recap requests with that being a TV show, documentary, um, movie, music recap, or if you have any businesses or brands or any music that you're working on, uh, let me know so I can shout you out because I want to show love back and I love whom loves me and love to support who supports me. So on that note, let's get into the show and let's talk Cruel Summer. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit T Booked It. T B B O O K E D I T. Follow them on Instagram on Instagram. Or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there.
As always, the episode opens up with the events that are about to unfold take place on or around July 30th, 1999, December 30th, 1999, and July 30th, 2000. So we're getting right by that big New Year's Eve party where everything went down and things are starting to come out. But around this time, it starts getting a little frustrating because we don't know who to trust. You know, um, we got a big cliffhanger this episode. And also, Mr. Luke, are you being a little deceitful? So it starts off with July 99, of course, as Megan is getting all dialed up for Luke's birthday party. You know, she's looking dressed to impress as she is the one throwing it for his big 17 and wants it to be special. Isabella comes upstairs to her room and tells her that, you know, she broke up with Luke after she confided in her about her feelings for Luke. And she decided that, you know, it was only a fling. So Megan goes all dramatic, of course, like, why would you do that? No, I didn't. it was a joke, you know, it was blue pill or whatever the hell she said. <laughs> and, you know, of course, she excited on the inside. She won't look for herself. So, you know, Isabella assures her like it's okay. It was only just a fling. It wasn't meant to last. They're like in game. So it cuts to winter 99. And Megan and Isabella, they're planning to go to Chatham's Plunge that they do every year. And uh, Megan is going on and on and on about like how important it is, how she, her and Luke never missed it each year. They have so much fun. And, you know, it seemed like we've seen a little bit more of excitement out of her in this time of year because she's so down after the tape and just so secretive and, you know, working with Ned and everything she has going on. So it seems like she's a little kind of excited to go to the thing with Isabella until she gets an email from good old Ned about how he needs extra hands on deck for um, his software equipment and he will pay money for it. So, of course, she lies to Isabella about having to work on another project for um, a paper for school. Isabella knows she's lying, of course, and it's hurt that she's not going. But it hurry up, hurry up some cuts to the next scene of summer 2000. Now, in summer 2000... We see Megan, she is still emailing it. So their friendship still exists. This time the email is about Cody. And he's asking her, um, did she able, was she able to get that taken care of with the calls? And she's like, yes, she was, but she may need, you know, some more assistance with it. Now, as she's emailing him back, Debbie comes up there to check on her and also ask her, where did she get that nice laptop from? Because we know they can't afford it. And from the diner, her money goes into helping Debbie out. So where was she able to get this nice laptop from? Now, my personal guess is go, Ned. Um, but of course, um, we learn later on that she's making money from Ned. So he could have bought it for her or whatever he has her working on and paying her. She bought it with that money. Now, she claimed a friend and then she hurried up and basically blew Debbie off, cutting the music off. Um, cutting her music on and her headphones real loud, just blowing Debbie off like she's just a friend on the street. Now, here's my thing. I'm, I'm just going to keep it real. If this was my child, ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way in hell. <laughs> 
Ain't no way I would have walked out of that room after I'm asking you a question and we got all this dramatic stuff going on. Your boyfriend is dead. Your your best friend and got put out the house. She's a suspected for murder. You acting mad, weird. And I'm asking you questions and you're just going to cut your music up. No, 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 no. We would have been handling that much different. And Debbie just walked out calmly. I said, Debbie, <laughs> you need to go back. <laughs> you need to ask some more questions. So it cuts to summer 2000. And Brent and Megan bond. And they talk at Luke's little visual memorial that they're having on his birthday. And they talk about, you know, good good times, about how Luke was, how he was a terrible rapper. You know, they talk about the fun times and, you know, they kind of reminisce and share like a special moment. I really enjoyed that part of the episode. We seen more of a human side, a brotherly side of Brent. And we also seen some type of sorrow from Megan because Megan is just mad weird in the year of 2000. And it's just like, Luke was the love of your life, supposedly, and you guys were lovey-dovey on New Year's Eve, and then he went missing. I'm going to need her to show a little more remorse or a little more sadness or something. So it was good to see some type of emotion coming from her. But then it cuts to July 99. We go back to, you know, the, pre the preparation for Luke's birthday party. And Megan is getting everything prepared. She got the crew. Um, everybody's showing up. Um, the, the the guys in the crew, like Brent and all of them, they're looking at Megan, noticing how different she looks because she's all dressed up. And she's just so excited. She wants everything to be perfect for the birthday boy. Now, as they're getting ready for the party, it cuts back to winter, December 99. And we see that Detective Myers, um, or Sheriff Myers, he's, um, you know, him and Luke, they have their own special bond. And he's training them. They're working out, lifting weights. And, you know, just having like that uh, big brotherly or second fatherly conversation. He's telling them about how he was when he grew up, how his relationship was with his father. And, you know, Luke confides in him and is able to talk to him about things that he wasn't able to talk to Steve about. And now it cuts to summer 99 and we go back to the party. And we got Jeff. In his camcorder, of course. <laughs> He's filming everyone as usual. And, you know, big and Megan up for, you know, doing such a good job, you know, and completing the party. Like, man, you did this. Like, you got it popping. You got everything perfect. He's giving her all type of compliments about how great she looks. And every time he speaks to her, she's saying, yeah, okay, okay. But her eyes are all on Luke. And Luke walks up, they kind of talk, and he tells her, like, you know, it's okay, you can invite Isabella, you know, no hard feelings, and, you know, tell her to come. So, it cuts to summer 2000, and we see <laughs> Megan finds a way to look up sealed statements, because, you know, she can hack, she can uh, break in the, the, the government documents, she's real good at that, she knows how to code, so she was able to uh, review sealed statements about uh, Lisa's uh, drowning and you know she brings up on how the report said uh, Lisa and Isabella was arguing and then it was a drowning and she goes on to tell Debbie like all of this just sounds a little too familiar so it cuts to it cuts back to July 99 back to Luke's birthday party now, Jeff is still fondling all over Megan. I mean, Jeff, Megan has Jeff's eyes all the way open. His nose spread wide open. His eyes are all in stars when he looks at her. 
and he invites Megan out of town with him and his parents. But she kind of brushes them off, you know, because she's too busy staring at Luke. And at, as this is going on, Isabella walks in and it's an awkward moment. Uh, she asks Isabella again, like, okay, I got your approval, right? It's okay. You're over Luke. And Isabella reassures her, it's okay. She like, you know, once again, you guys, it was just a summer fling for me and him. You guys are in game. You guys are soulmates. You know, it's cool. So all I could think of when she said in game, I thought about the Avengers from number one. Well, nobody saying in game in the 90s. But then I thought about, yeah, she might be Luke's in game. I right. Was she really the end game for Luke? Did she end his life? I need answers because like when this show first started, I was so team Megan. I thought Megan was just going to be okay. But as it proceeds, I just don't trust her. <laughs> but we will wait to see because with Crew Summer is never what you expect. So it cuts to summer 2000. And Debbie decides to take Isabella's, you know, heed to what she said and goes to look under her bed to see what Megan has been hiding. And she um, finds the bag and the clothes in there. And as she's um, she's walking out, it cuts back to July 99. Now, this is, you know, everything in July 99 is all at Luke's birthday party. So um, they go back. We go back to Luke's birthday party. We get more from the party. We um, see more of, like, ice breaking between Isabella and Luke, they kind of have small talk. And he was like, you know, it's all good. He didn't want to be tied down anyway. And we also see Brent making a joke about, you know, you know, Brent going to be Brent. So he's telling Isabella, like, well, in my culture, you know, in our culture, um, when we get dumped, the exes just don't show up to ruin the birthday party. So, you know, he just saying that bullshit. And and Parker kind of comes in in defense of Isabella, like, uh, what's your what's your culture, douchebags? You know, so she kind of, you know, normally she's so defensive and kind of snappy towards Isabella, but this was the first ice break between those two, and we kind of could see how their friendship kind of started. So it cuts back, it goes, jumps forward to summer 2000, and Steve barges into Meyer's office with Brent being his little minion, and you know, Steve already thinks he runs the town. And I can kind of, you know, understand him to a point. But um, the way how he kind of came at Myers before, like I said, I understood it because all the favors that he said he had did to him. But it's something about men like that and their sons with entitlement. I be wanting to sit their ass down a bit. <laughs> but, of course, Myers, um, Myers is empathetic with him. Steve is hurt. This is his son's birthday party. No answers are being given. He wants to know what happened to him. So he barges in and Brent, he barges in talking stuff and I'm going to need Brent to, you know, shut the fuck up because, <laughs> you know, you already didn't broke about 15 laws, bruh. But, um, you know, Steve is upset and he thinks Myers is not doing enough, not knowing Myers has been going all the way into Isabella's past, but it takes time. And um, we see that Steve has decided to, you know, he like, you need to be looking more into Isabella, not knowing that Myers is already doing that. And he's talking about he's going to get a private investigator. 
Now, after that, it stays in summer 2000 and Steve goes to Debbie's house and demands answers. And ironically, as he's demanding answers, she's walking out with that bag, the mystery bag that we know something that Megan is hiding. We find out later on it was Luke's blood on the clothes. But, um, you know, Megan... She's hiding something. Debbie knows that that's her daughter. She cares for Steve. She's empathetic with Steve, but she she's going to take up for her daughter. She's going to cover for her daughter. So she's like, I thought we were taking a break. You know, uh, let's just not discuss this right now. I know you're upset. She's trying to stay neutral, but at the same time, be a mom. So it cuts back to December. 99 i'm thinking that this is december 30th i'm guessing you know this is right before the new year's party we see isabella and luke hanging out at the plunge they're having a good time they haven't hung out one-on-one in a while and now we can start putting together what caused that big argument the following night and then it cut it stays in that year in the winter and megan shows up at ned's now we see he has all the upscale software as we pretty much knew, right? Um, he has all of the computer systems going and he needs help with the whole Y2K. Um, it's, the system is connected to his house. He's afraid of, you know, it won't transfer over when it's the year 2000 and it's going to lock his house. So he basically had a smart house before everybody else had a smart house. And, um, you know, Megan is impressed. And once again, Y2K was a real thing back in the day. I remember how people were going crazy, not knowing what was going to happen when the year 2000 came. And they said it in the episode one on how obsessed he was. So we see that, you know, him and Megan, they have a connection, but not like a, a, um, a love connection or anything like that. It seems just to have like a computer coding connection. You know, when some people have something in common, they would be drawn to each other. And I know he's an adult, she's a teenager, but it seems like this is more of a, you know, a genius computer connection. So it cuts back to Luke's, bar- Luke's birthday party in 99. Megan continues to like flirt heavy with Luke. They have several moments at this birthday party with Jeff looking confused and hurt at the same damn time. And I feel bad for Jeff. I feel bad for Jeff. Now this could have all been avoided if she just would have kept it real. I get it was hard to, but if she just would have told Isabella, like back off, he's mine. (laughs) So it cuts to December. Um, Isabella and Luke, they continue to have a good time together without Megan and they haven't done one-on-one time in a while. They end up talking, talking about how weird Megan is acting, how she's been hanging out with Ned and, um, Isabella ends up telling the truth about, you know, her and Luke's breakup saying, you know, she broke up with him because she found out Megan had feelings for him. So we go back to last summer to the birthday party and it cuts to we see the stripper cop approaching the party (laughs) now as she's walking up we got the two little twit girls the two little um airheads they throw their hands up like they about to get arrested i just had to pause the tv because them two get on my nerves 
So, of course, she comes in all seductive. We see Brent has hired her. She takes loops to the back, gives him a lap dance, and probably much more, I'm guessing, with Megan watching everything like a stalker and then going to mope around and Jeff recording it and he watching everything. It was just a mess. Uh Luke was having a good time. Isabella was somewhere wandering, looking sad. Megan was looking like a stalker. And then Jeff was looking heartbroken. That party had everything going on in the world. So we go to December 99. Luke and Isabella, they continue to talk, enjoy each other's company. It felt so much like good times. Luke reached in for a kiss. And Isabella surprisingly was like backed up. Back the hell up, you know what I'm saying? She like, uh-uh, loyalty is everything to me. Like, you getting it twisted. We was having a good time. And, you know, Luke, he like, no, I, I thought I thought, thought it was a moment. She like, no, nah, I ain't no moment. So we see Isabella did the right thing. She like, Megan is like a sister to her, and all her and Luke are our friends. Back up. So Isabella did not go in for the kiss, and she stopped it. Luke went in for the kiss you know, like Megan didn't exist. So it cuts back to summer 99. Child. Luke walking back out from his time with the stripper, like he the big man on campus in Chatham. And we got the girls, they in the house trying to do the genie in a bottle dance. Yes, yes, yes. This is my age era girls did used to try to do that dance because that dance was popping back in the day and that was the damn song by Christina Aguilera so that's all you know the birthday shenanigans let's go back to December 99 and Megan and Ned continue to talk um they kind of bring well one of them bring up Luke and you know Megan just talks about him and Ned we can tell he is not fond of the chambers um He's saying that how Steve thinks he's um, above the law and you can't trust them. And Luke will probably end up being like his father. So I'm guessing that it's definitely going to be a history that something happened where these two did not get along. And that's going to probably tie somewhere into something. Um, and then we go to July. 99. Back to Luke's birthday party. The party continues. Um Luke and, and Meg, Luke uh, and Megan, they, like I said, it was just basically a lot of continuation of their flirtation going on. Uh, everybody was having a blast. Um, as the girls are dancing to the Jenny in the Bottle uh, song, we see all the guys kind of noticing Megan's body. Like, I didn't know, you know, Jeff, you were a lucky man. Uh, I didn't know that Megan had all that because Megan has always been one of the guys. You know, she always just dressed down. She didn't dress up. She just hung out. She, you know, they didn't look at her like that. But now they're starting to say, you know, Megan, she's, 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 she didn't glowed up. Um, so, you know, they dance, they have fun. Parker decides to kiss a girl and I guess she liked it. Um, Megan pulls Luke up to dance and her and him grind on each other. And I would be lying if I say I didn't feel bad for Jeff because all of this was just out of nowhere. And, you know, just, he was like, like you said, he was the practice guy. So I feel bad for Jeff. Now, summer 2000. Megan approaches Isabella about Lisa. You know, she barges in. 
of course, Isabella is like, huh, I was going to tell you so many times. So, of course, they have an emotional moment of exorcism. And uh, first, Isabella claims that um, Lisa, her old best friend, jumped and she went after her. It's just a lot of this, a lot of that. And then it cuts to Luke's birthday party. And Megan and Luke have another moment. They feed each other cake. And eventually, that causes poor Jeff to pull Megan to the side like, look, this ain't going to work, sis. <laughs> you know, I tried. Every time I look at you, all you see is Luke. Of course, she tries to blame it on that's her best friend. He just got dumped. It's his birthday party. But I could see, Jeff could see, Brent could see, Parker could see. Everybody could see Megan was only thinking of Luke. And at this time, it was time for Jeff to just move on. You handsome, you would find somebody else. So it goes to summer 2000. Back to Megan and Isabella talking, going back and forth. They're talking about Lisa. Uh, Megan's accusing um, Isabella of doing something to Luke. And as they're talking, um, Parker is listening. So I'm guessing that Isabella really was staying with Parker, which I'm wondering, like, okay, you got all this money, your lawyer's staying in town. Why are you not staying with your lawyer? But I don't know. She's at Parker's house. Parker listens to everything and that costs her to barge into Meyer's office. The way she barged in there and he was like, hey, sweetheart, I'm wondering, is he her father, stepfather? You know, what is the connection going on there? So um, we'll see. But Parker definitely went to go tell Meyer something and it seemed like that they were related in some type of way. So July 99, it seemed to start the dating spree for also Debbie and, Debbie and Steve. Because after the party, we see them two walking back up. And Isabella and Megan is like, hold on, is that a date? Date, date, date. So we see that this was the beginning of their little blossom and love affair. And then it cuts back to December 99. Meg and Luke. Megan and Luke, they kind of talk. She comes up to her room. He's there. Of course, she apologizes for being distant. They end up having sex. And after that, they're laying, kind of having pillow talk. And Luke tells Megan something happened at the plunge. Now, he tells her about him and Isabella hanging out and it feeling like, you know, old times. Of course, that causes Megan to get extra. And he hurries up and lies. Luke straight up lied. He, he straight lied. He said Isabella tried to kiss him, but he stopped it. Luke, I'm going to need for you to tell the truth. Oh, you can't. You're gone. But let's go back in time. You tried to kiss Isabella and she blocked it. You straight, you lied. You lied. Now, I was all, y'all know what this, this is episode six. I was team Luke. Luke this, Luke seemed like Luke lied. So Luke, it seemed like Luke might have started a lot of shit. And now we can see where that big argument came from on New Year's Eve. And it ends with the last scene of Megan in her room looking weird and crazy as usual because this is the summer of 2000 and Debbie is confronting her about the clothes with Luke's blood. And all Megan can say is, do you really think you can handle the truth? Megan, yes, we can. We need to know why the hell is your, do you have clothes with Luke's blood on there? you know way more and we need the answers <laughs> but that was a solid episode i enjoyed it please don't go anywhere i'm about to play the trailer for next week and they have already released a sneak peek for episode seven get the hell off my property i know you had something to do with the death of my son right stay far away from us no matter how well you think you know someone you don't
cool summer on this attempt free form. All right, so next episode is called uh It's the End of the World. So we're finally going to get to that New Year's Eve party. And I can't wait to see what happens. We see a little confrontation with Ned, him and Luke up. I'm I'm thinking Luke probably approached him like, why are you spending so much time with my girl? Um and then we see an altercation happening between Ned and Steve. Now, they just released a sneak peek. And this is for episode seven. And it's 41 seconds. Hold on one second. Here. Spend money on a good PI and get results. What the hell? Yeah. Apparently, Megan has become some kind of hacker for hire. She breaks into websites. She steals information. She sells it to interested buyers. Wow. Mm. And look who brought her into it. She's working with that nut job? Apparently. You know, Ned Fonz has been after me for years. All right. Look like we're going to get some answers. I can't wait. This was a solid episode. I cannot wait to see who is the real bad guy or is it all of them? At this point, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> Remember, at first it was Luke this and Luke that. I am no longer on the Luke bandwagon because Luke lied for no reason. Here is my sleeper for you guys. Remember, we keeping it in the late 1999 and the 99s and the 2000s. 702, where my girl's at. Here it is.
All right, that was 702. Where my girl's at? Trying to take my man. I don't need that. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. I enjoy Cruise Summer. I'm hoping you guys are loving it and loving my recaps. Um, as always, protect your energy. Please keep anyone away from you that is an enemy to your energy. It's a lot of those people out there. Stay up, stay positive. Know the sky is the limit. Keep on pushing and don't give up. I'm trying to tell you, the devil's busy. So just try to protect your energy, protect your peace, and go after your dreams. I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Remember, you can hit me up anytime. I will catch you for my next recap. Um, I got some things coming up in progress. We're going to um, do the 90s uh has it aged well? Episodes coming shortly. I got the Nikki Barnes uh, documentary recap coming shortly. And then, you know, we're going to continue with the crew summers. If you have any recap requests, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. On that note, it's your girl Shanice. And I'm at. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. <laughs>